Welcome to Computing Now's news podcasts. In today's fast-moving world of technology, computing professionals have to stay up to date with events and trends. These podcasts help keep you current with the most important and interesting topics from industry and research, taken from the pages of IEEE Computer Society publications. Listen today for insights into the technologies and techniques you'll be working with tomorrow. I'm Lee Garber, the IEEE Computer Society Senior News Editor. Today's podcast, Libraries Face the Challenge of Archiving Digital Material, was researched and written by Linda Daly-Paulson and appeared in the May 2010 issue of Computer Magazine. For centuries, academic libraries have faced challenges in preserving and storing important written documents. Now they face a new set of hurdles in preserving and storing born digital material. This material, stored in big and small floppy disks, CDs, DVDs, flash drives, zip drives, tapes, computers, and other devices, has proven to be more costly and sometimes more difficult to preserve than paper files. This issue is increasingly important because many libraries are just beginning to receive large numbers of archives from writers who've used computers, said Michael Olson, the Stanford University Library's project manager. Properly archiving such content could change the way scholars work with the material, allowing them to quickly search within and across documents and more easily compare and contrast them. In dealing with such documents, librarians face obstacles such as extracting content from and reading material written in obsolete technologies and file formats. For example, Ben Ranker, senior software engineer at Emory University's Digital Systems Division, said his school has received donations of documents created via ClarisWorks, MacWrite 2 and Pro, and early versions of Eudora Email. Some donors have given Emory entire older computers or word processing machines, noted Erica L. Farr, director of Born Digital Initiatives for the university's Digital Systems Division. The biggest issue with magnetic, optical, and flash media is that they can be in bad condition because of factors such as faulty original manufacturing or a poor storage environment, noted Susan Thomas, digital archivist and project manager at Oxford University's Bodleian Library. Digital preservation can be so complex that it often requires a collaborative effort among experts in multiple disciplines, including curators, project managers, archivists, software engineers, system administrators, and researchers, said Olson. Libraries face challenges such as hiring computer-savvy archivists, who are also in demand by private companies, to catalog material. They also face challenges such as developing new metadata standards, creating ways to access data stored on obsolete technologies, guarding against accidental alterations or deletions of digital files, and forecasting scholars' future needs, explained Naomi L. Nelson, Interim Director of Emory's Manuscript, Archives, and Rare Book Library. Also, libraries must decide whether to simply save the contents of files in modern formats or try to salvage their original look and organization. In some cases, Nelson said, Emory has done both. 
Stanford has become a digital content preservation pioneer and is the only U.S. academic research library with a digital forensics laboratory, opened in the fall of 2009. The lab's heart is the Forensic Recovery of Evidence device, also known as FRED, a workstation that lets archivists dig out data, bit by bit, from current and antiquated storage media while protecting files from corruption. According to Olson, FRED works via technologies such as write blockers, which allow read commands but block write commands. Emory has given its Robert W. Woodruff Library $500,000 for its Born Digital program, some of which will be used to create a digital forensics lab. Oxford's Bodleian Library began using forensics several years ago and opened a forensics lab in 2008, noted Thomas. The U.S. National Science Foundation and the Andrew W. Mellon Foundation, which provides grants for educational and cultural projects, have funded a Blue Ribbon Task Force on Sustainable Digital Preservation and Access. The task force held a symposium on the subject in late March. Ongoing challenges include the continuing proliferation of devices and media formats, said Olson. Also added Nelson, users are creating and storing records on sites such as Facebook and Second Life, which complicates preservation. Thanks for listening to this edition of Computing Now's news podcast. You can hear other episodes and keep up with important technology news and trends at the Computing Now news page at computer.org slash cn. Thank you.